you know, it's a good thing I found this. It's gonna make your sofa so much more comfortable to sit on. Mr. Brogan, I do believe you're fucked. Royally. She. I mean, really. Royally. <laughs> if anybody can tell me the name of the movie where this scene is out of, I'll buy you a gourmet cookie. Especially if you're local. Especially if you're local. If anybody could tell me, and I'll probably put put a question um, up on Spotify. If anybody could tell me the movie that this scene is from, I'll hook you up with a gourmet cookie from Cookie Society out of Frisco, Texas. Black owned. Shameless plug. Anywho, what's good y'all? What's happening my niggas and nigglets? another long overdue episode of Joseph with CC. I am your host, CC. <laughs> this lovely uh, Sunday night. It is 1016 where I am. Hopefully where you guys are. You know, y'all are still up. If not, you'll probably hear this the next day or Tuesday early either you're on your way to work or at work where you're able to listen or after work or if you're off and you just you know fucking off some time but how are y'all doing doing great on cloud nine could be better this weekend was a bus you know let me know something man let me know you know i'm gonna always ask that um it's second nature to ask how you doing of course that's that's a part of our um in our DNA, if you will, in New Orleans, you know, asking motherfuckers, how you doing? That's a, that's a, that's a greeting. That's a greeting down here. But I genuinely want to know, how are you doing? How am I? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. But I, I said it in high pitched voice, so it's, it's better than okay. Um, but I'm doing pretty good. This, um, this weekend was, it flowed. You know, it flowed well um, this past week, work week. You know, it it, it is what it is. And uh, <laughs> I'm just, uh, all I can say is, is that I'm really, I really need to hit a lick. I really need to hit a lick because working is just <sighs> the heaviest of size. The heaviest of size, I tell you that. But I'm here. I lived fight another day and that's on pops um time management time management i i've noticed within myself that i've been using the word time management the past two weeks um really in regards of work we we have this uh this new system now um that makes it easier and the process faster for us to um, create orders, you know, ship, shipping orders and things of that nature. We used to, um, and not used to because that we can go back to that at any given moment with with the with the glitch. But um, we we would manually create orders and you know 
get them together and ship them off and things like that. But this particular system that the company um, has invested in using scanners and computers now. And um, of course, me not volunteering, but of course, they threw me in there to be one of one of three the first people to, to try the new system out because of me being a good worker and I already work, um, you know, very efficient and things of that nature. I pick up things quickly and easily and stuff like that. So while doing these trial runs the last two days, um, I, I was telling my coworker, especially these last two days, but I was already using it, like I said, for the last two weeks. But because of this system, you know, we were just talking amongst ourselves and, you know, uh, I said, I think it's a, I think what it all boils down to with this system and getting everyone on board or, or at least ha having everyone move, flow cohesively with one another is time management. Um, have to be kind of strategic on who goes where and who does who does what so the next person could come in do their thing they do their thing and then the next person behind them come in you know so forth and so on so so it won't be so overwhelming and things won't get jumbled up and things won't get uh, behind it is a matter of time management and Saturday when I got to work because as y'all know a nigga work on Saturdays as well I literally work six days a week I um and it was a pretty chill Saturday we did I I myself and the, f the few people that did come in we didn't work in the warehouse per se we did a lot of you know tedious work you know merchandising and dealing with the returns and um we had some folks that had to you know rebag merchandise and things of that nature and uh do quality control on a lot of the merch we kind of do that on Saturdays because it's slower. So I was sitting down and looking over some stuff. And I said, man, I I need to do better at time management. You know, it. you don't realize. You don't realize a lot of shit until you become older, of course. And with life experiences, dealing with work and relationships and friendships and dealing with different personalities and especially going back to work working for whether it's a small business or um, even you know a corporation even yourself even if you're working for yourself having good time management matters um, you know we try to do everything in one day you know try to get it in you know all in one day um, team no sleep you know and I can't get jiggy with that. I just can't get jiggy with that. It's a fucking telegram. Shout out to Exclusive Bets, man. Uh, gave out two free plays today and yesterday. And, you know, niggas made some money. When I say niggas, I mean other niggas. I bet small because I'm scary. I'm scared to lose money. <laughs> but I did win. Um, So we we live in a world where, of course, when you hit that 30 mark, 30 mark 35 36 more time is no longer on our side um so we have to and i'm talking speaking for myself 
you know, we have to do a better job at time management. And as soon as, and I tweeted that, I tweeted that yesterday, um, that the rest of the year, the word, the, the word for the rest of the year is time management and a, and a homeboy shout out to Kev, man. He was like, dog, I literally was just telling a, a friend of mine that we, you know, I got to do better. I said, yeah, we got to, you know, we're so busy moving on autopilot, um, that if we just pace ourselves, you know, we're still going to get things accomplished and things and goals and even just your daily task, time management. So um, yesterday I did a really, really good job at that. I knew I was going to work. I told myself, OK, you know, uh, eight to one, you know, I'm only going to give them like four or five hours. Normally on Saturdays, I come in at 730. I don't leave till four. I literally give them a damn near a full eight hour shift on Saturdays. But I was like, you know what? I got shit to do. Um, so eight to one, I made sure I had some breakfast. Eight to one, I got out of there. One went to the laundromat, washed some clothes. I was done by um, by the time it took me there. I started at one forty five. No, one thirty. I'm sorry. I started at one thirty. I started washing clothes at one thirty. Um, I was finished at two forty five. Uh, so I went to I went to get some pants. Taylor literally took fifteen minutes. I was like, all right, good time because my my plan was to get at least those two things knocked out so I can go home, get in a bed and rest because I knew I was going to go back out later. Did I know how long I was going to stay out? No, but my my plan was to get some food, you know, on some solo shit, get some food and grab a drink afterwards. Uh, Ascendance was last night. Shout out to the Ascendance crew. Um, They were celebrating the Virgos. Um, I didn't attend. Just my my social uh, my social meter has been low. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I don't really want to be bothered with nobody. I don't really even want to be around people, especially people that I know, because it is exhausting. Yes, you're 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 happy to see faces, familiar faces, see people who, who, who you haven't seen in months or weeks or whatever, catch up. But at some point, yeah, you even if you're going out on some solo shit, that's time for yourself to yourself. So. That's what I did. I once I finished, you know, doing laundromat, doing a dropping my pants off. I got home, give or take, literally at uh, three thirty. Three thirty. Um, took a shower, got in the bed, and I napped. I relaxed my body. I didn't, you know, I was in and out of sleep, but um, it felt good because it's like, okay, those two things I got accomplished. Um, you know, I'm going to go to the store tomorrow. Of course, Elma asked me if I could take her to Lowe's yesterday. And I was like, no, let me prioritize. Let me do my thing. And then we can do that thing tomorrow. Because as y'all know, Elma is old, is dirt. And you have to have a lot of patience when you're bringing an elderly, an elder to somewhere whether it be home depot or lowe's or even a grocery store they they walk slow they see slow they talk slow um so i was like i didn't want her to get my mix on saturday so sunday we're gonna start off fresh and that's what we did but laid down resting my body and, and things like that i um you know planned out my this episode here 
you know, what I want to talk about. I actually recorded an episode. I'm going to scrap that because it was just all over the place. You know, I was rushing. I wanted to get something out. But I was like, you know what, Sierra, that's, that's, not, that's not your thing. That's not your thing. You know, I know you said you wanted to be consistent at doing an episode every week or every other week. But if you don't have anything worth talking about, you know, if you're just going to be rambling, granted, it's a joke at the end of the day, but you want to give a, some type of context because you may have someone who's actually listening that, you know, enjoys your opinions and your hot takes um, as opposed to you just rambling and saying, oh, um, 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 throughout the fucking show. So, you know, I got that together and got up, you know, did my little one, two, put some clothes on and I went to, you know, Old Faithful Magazine Street Pizza. Let me tell y'all something. Segway Magazine, if, if you're from here, if you're from here, and this is and this is even for the folks who are not from here, who plan on visiting, um, whether you hit me up or not. But and I know pizza is a common thing, you know. But Magazine Street Pizza, when I tell you, bitch, they never miss, never, ever miss, you know, and, and it sucks because it's like when I be hungry, I can't think of no place to eat. But when I'm not really hungry, when I just need to put something in my stomach, I go to an old faithful like tacos, pizza, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All these flyers restaurants around here in the city and I go to but but that's that's only because I know they don't miss <laughs> you know what I mean I know they don't miss so got to magazine street pizza got you know my usual mar- margarita pizza the best margarita pizza you'll ever find in the city ever don't miss fresh tomatoes basil just bitch Anywho, I'm about to have a fucking orgasm talking about this fucking pizza, but I sat in there, it was slow. I normally sit in magazine uh, pizza by myself and um, they had the game on. I forgot what game it, it, it was on. It wasn't a Cotterallo and Cotterallo State game. It was, I think it was Tennessee and Florida. So, you know, just being entertained with that and... um. I did that and after that I went to you know my usual spot to to get a drink because bitch I deserve lemon drop me please and um sat at the bar you know winded up being accompanied by uh, a you know a homeboy of mine a good friend of mine Torrance Taylor Toe Southern Star International shout out to him uh him and his guys they were pre-gaming which this place is the perfect pre-game spot um uh, so they were there to pregame and, you know, for a while before they head to Ascendance and he wound up sitting next to me at the bar and we just chit chat, um, had a few drinks and I say few, I really mean two. I had two to his one. No, he, we had two apiece. Um, and we, we both bought each other drinks. Um, and it was cool. You know, I didn't stay very long. I think I got, I got home like at one thirty. That's an early night for me, bitch. Let me tell you something, because when a bitch be out a bitch be out <laughs> but I think one of the things is when I'm by myself and I'm solo I know when to go home what I, I ain't gonna say I know when to go home but it's just different when you're solo as opposed to if you're with someone or with a group of people um because everybody kind of like on the same vibe 
but they kind of not you know they might be on the same vibe but they ain't ready to go so you know you just take one for the team like all right man you know shit i'm just here you know let's rock out what i cock out um but with this in particular i was like yeah i'm not fucking i'm not going to ascendance i don't want to do anything else you know i really had intentions on getting something to eat and getting a drink watching the music videos um on the tv and going home to prepare for today which is literally what i did woke up at 11 15 um washed my face brushed my teeth turned my swag on and me and elma we went to lowe's we went to two lowe's to uh look price some some wash and dryer setups and everything and went to the store and i knew that and i asked her you know old people don't be giving a fuck about people's time no they really don't i don't, I don't like elmo for that i really don't you know i asked her before we left i said hey granny do you you think you want to go to the store oh i don't know i gotta see how i feel after we're going to the store i'm asking this for me so i can know you know carve out that time you know what I'm saying? Because if I tell her that I have something to do, she's not going to want to do it. And But I know she has to do it. I know she wants to go to the store. I know she has to go to the store. Pick up a few things. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'll wait till we get to Lowe's. Cause it's, and she'll say something. As soon as we get to the first location, she was like, yeah, I'm a, yeah I got to go to the store and get a few things. I was like, all right. So I already know how much time that's going to take. Um, went to the store. We were done at 2 o'clock. Perfect perfect for me to um get back in the bed bitch <laughs> i think this weekend like i said so many minutes ago my social meter you know has been low um of course you'd be social with your coworkers and everything because it's work you have no choice but to talk to them you know for as work wise i mean well not all of them because there's some motherfuckers as you know that I could give two shits about. Um, but still, you're still exerting energy while working. You're still communicating with supervisors and uh, new people and HR and things of that nature. So that's still being social, if you ask me. Um, but yeah, once we got from the store, I got back in the bed. Um, I could have recorded, but it was a lot going on for us in the household. It's a lot of movement. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to wait till the nighttime which is what i've done a few times record in the nighttime it's quiet um you know you don't hear cars and police sirens in the background bitch so it's like yeah this would this would be perfect i'm probably gonna i keep I, I i keep speaking things out i just have to put forth the effort effort in actually speaking it into existence i think i want to start recording at night i think i may have mentioned this before um Back then when I started, I loved doing it in the morning, but having to relocate back to my home as opposed to the homie's apartment, you know, in that situation, I was like, ah, so I had to kind of get in where I fit in for his time. And then, you know, in between jobs and stuff like that. So I think I'm, I'm at a point where, because I still enjoy doing this, so I'm going to dedicate at least two and a half, three hours of sunday night to this so and there you have it there you have it i've been in a bed you know i've been watching a few games i've um of course you know wayne's brothers in different world and jamie fox and martin living single i've i've even i started watching the um on disney plus the 
Star Wars character Osaka. I, I think I'm I, I think I'm saying it right. With Dawn. Um oh my god. The the Oh my god, I'm drawing blanks. Y'all know who I'm talking about. She's a character, she's a Jedi in Star Wars. Um so I've been kinda getting getting back into the groove of catching up on shit on Disney. I finally finished uh binge watching Insecure and yeah so you know we getting there baby steps baby steps bitches baby steps so we're gonna get it going um it's 20 minutes and i said two two and a half three hours i really do not want to keep y'all past no two hour mark um but we on time management and speaking of time bg's homecoming (laughs) bg's homecoming for all you know bg is um he's a uh rapper you know former cash money artist he was he served um 14 years of a 17 year sentence i forgot from what um but he was released uh early last week i believe or maybe like the past two weeks and i'm this might be spicy this might be spicy i'm I'm still going to talk about it because it's, it's good that you know the homies is free but outside of that i was never a bg fan never i was never really a cash money hot boys fan like that anyway um it wasn't until later on i became a juvenile Lil wayne fan but turk bg baby even manny i think manny as a producer to me to me i'm willing to die on that hill manny's production is mid mid by far mid but that's my personal opinion i'm gonna stick with it um but anywho he was greeted with <laughs> he was greeted by birdman and it was a lot of like raised eyebrows because of that and you know with, with Bird, birdman he's had a reputation a rep over the years of not paying people and jerking people and shit like that look at what he did to Lil wayne and you know people was very reluctant on seeing that despite bg coming home um bg looks like he's been in prison (laughs) the nigga look like he's been in prison he got prison muscles you know he got prison muscles my only my only grievance is with this whole thing with him meeting being greeted by birdman the first thing birdman should have did for this man if he do nothing else because i'm sure he probably you know put some money in his pocket and things like that the first thing you should have got this nigga was a dentist appointment (laughs) should have got this nigga's dentist appointment now granted teeth ain't gonna make you look cute but it might take a few years off of that hard face bg was never never the cutest he was never an attractive guy to begin with some of y'all may know and i've said this in person but i don't like using the word ugly when talking one talking about someone looks you know i made joke and it don't even, it don't even be a joke. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it a bean with you. I'd be like, man, it's ugly ass little boy. Sometimes them niggas do be ugly. <laughs> uh, you know, I know, but I do know. I normally say, um, you know, he's unattractive or she's unattractive. That's about it. Because I believe in karma. But boy, BG is one ugly ass little boy. God damn, <laughs> bitch. I got to take a sip. Mm mm. <laughs> So I was like, man, 
he need to go to the dentist. You know, you think 14 years, 14 years in a bean, you know, and uh, dentists and doctors, they're not like a major factor in the prison system. You know, they give you some medicine. They may they may see you and treat you for some shit and give you give you a few pills. And that's about it. Um, but yeah, he need he need to get his grill fixed. Uh, there was a video that surfaced that went viral. Well, not so much as viral, but um, he was able to get his locks redone some days ago. Looked very nice, you know, showing showing you holes the lint. Um, so yeah, you know, uh, we there was a few jokes floating around that they need to take him to Forest Street. BG is from uptown. Forest Street is a Forest Street runs maybe like i don't know fucking three miles if that three or four miles long the way the city is set up but a certain part of ferret where he's from is very much so changed and gentrified i mean you talk about gentrified down it's a whole new world literally just on ferret street um, so I thought I thought that was funny. I don't know if he's been I don't even think he's been seen around the city, which I don't expect him to, you know, guy just just come home after doing 14 years, whatever family he has, I want to be surrounded by family at least for at least for a, a couple of weeks, maybe not a month, but a couple of weeks, you know, people are talking about music and him being in the studio. Let me tell you something, man, the way the, the way the music is going, BG he's behind it he's behind it you know may, maybe you know when that time comes maybe do maybe do a few features but him putting out a single and albums and things like that yeah that's you know we're not we're not doing that the the kids won't be receptive to that even the 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 folks who are in our age range in his age range won't be receptive to it because he ain't got nothing to talk about don't nobody want to hear jail bars don't nobody want to hear it you know maybe some reflective you know what i'm saying things some bars here and there for that but other than that what you got nothing else so <laughs> but shout out to bg like i said he's been for you know served 14 years of a 17 year sentence and dope to see the man be free to be with his family so dropped a bomb on that at some point, I'm going to look for the sound effect. But um, <laughs> the award show, the MTV MTV uh, Music Awards. I didn't watch it in its full entirety. I was in and out uh, in and out of my house. But my, my mom did see it. I did see the part where Diddy um, did receive the MTV Global Icon Award. I didn't see the performance or the performances but um big ups to diddy diddy's my guy diddy has been like my guy since since been since fucking big since fucking biggie no bitch since fucking uptown since jodeci and mary you know what i mean um before he was before he was diddy he was just fucking puff daddy um but he i did see a few clips um in his performance he did have his daughters with him he performed with his son um king combs and things of that nature he had young miami the album which i'm going to get into a little later 
the album is flames you know um but big ups to to diddy i ain't even gonna say long overdue but they did it right mtv did it right um he of course you know controversy with him and young mammy's relationship or situation let me tell you something diddy always been a man that he's a playboy we can't shame a man who doesn't want to get married who you know i mean yeah they make they make babies out of wedlock but you got some bum ass niggas who got four and five baby mamas that don't take care of that now kid and these kids are well taken care of you know so it's like i can't shame him for not wanting to marry cassie for not wanting to marry um kim porter for not wanting to marry um was was christian's mother you know and she's a big time designer you know what i'm saying i can't shame like that's just that's just not in him that's just his his what's in him is to be surrounded by beautiful women you know maybe be in a possible relationship with one of them at some point because he was with cassie for a while he was with cassie you know he was with, with j-lo for a while it's, you know so yeah we could call it commitment issues but if that's not what that man want then it's not an issue it's not a commitment issue is marriage is just not for him it's just not for him i yes of course i want a family i want to multiply i want a multitude of children if it's just with a whole bunch of women and they agree to it because you got some women that probably want the same thing you know if he is here i love him but maybe not love him enough to marry him but you know i love him enough to have his child and i know we'll be taken care of hey let's rock and roll i'm for it if it's agreed upon you know not a shit with young miami i don't know i think he's just having fun they're both having fun you know things are probably probably been established where he's gonna do what he do you know and she gonna do what she she's gonna do what she do when they get together it's all good and then when they not and he's with whoever else you know in the middle of the fucking coast on a boat then then that's what that is you know what i mean um i think with him having other children that's not with miami she's dodging a bullet if you ask me you know she she she's here to have a good time she's here to have a good time with diddy diddy it's a good time man you know we talk about the good time girls diddy is a good time man you know what i'm saying he liked to turn up he liked to you know spend money and shopping sprees like come on man that's that's your that's the epitome of a sugar daddy you know what i mean he don't look his age come on let's let's be real here but but he damn sure don't look 20 but he don't look you know, I think Diddy is like 50 or some shit like that. But he don't even look that. You know, yeah, he's on status. You know what I mean? But like, obviously, he's still out here doing his thing. If he fucking the same chicks that his sons was fucking. <laughs> and that sounds very creepish. But these, these girls are these girls are adults. They just a little younger. Now, I don't really get jiggy with the whole fucking around with the younger chicks. And when I say younger, I mean like in their 20s you know i think miami is like early 30s you know what i'm saying if that maybe 30 31 32 i can get you with that you know what was what's, what's a good 15 year age gap because <laughs> miami been around the block she's been around the block she she know what the fuck to do but dating much much younger 
yeah, that's a little cringy for me, you know. But anywho, enough about that man's business. Um, big ups to Diddy for getting the MTV Global Icon Award. He is an icon when you think of music, fashion, other business ventures, um, Ciroc and, and Deleon and uh, those things have been a hit. You know, niggas is niggas is still drinking Ciroc. You know, I, I fucks with Deleon. You know, I'm not a I'm not a big tequila person, but if there was tequila, the only you know if there was just tequila and no other brown shit, Deleon would be my preference. Um, and then you know, the clothing. Sean John. Sean John had a hell of a run. You know, and to be honest, they. I believe he acquired Sean John back, if I'm not mistaken. So um, I would love to get a Sean John Valor suit. So if anyone in a higher position is listening, I wear a large in the top and an XL in the bottom. That's all I got. Mm -hmm. But yeah, and you know, yeah, the, the, the music... A lot of controversy and stuff like that. Yeah, he's we we talking about the pros, but let's talk about the cons. Has he jerked niggas in the past? Of course he has. Of course. Um, there was something uh I believe he did the Breakfast Club not too long ago. Maybe just maybe at the end of the week, where he a lot of people were uh rewording it or just saying flat out that he's giving back um, the masters to past artists that was signed to bad boy. I think what it was is he is, he said is reassigning the music or the royalties back to the artists. I got to dig a little bit more deep into that to see what that means, because that's very interesting. When you think of artists like Danity King or day 26 or total um the family of black rob loon mario wine and you know um even faith evans to some degree um carl thomas they they wasn't getting what 112 they wasn't getting what they should have got back then and even then with royalties you know the times that they you know that their music is played in movies and commercials and um now with streaming you know do they get a cut of that and over the years they haven't everything has gone to diddy so if it's a if it's a thing of him quote unquote reassigning and them actually getting a percentage that's progress um yes it's unfortunate because after all of these years and um Aubrey O'Day from Danity Kane she's been she's been on Diddy's nuts for a minute you know about that about not uh getting paid and and things of that nature so if that's with that stemming from her exposing some of that then that's long overdue pay those folks you know but other than that shout out shout out to Diddy man shout out to Diddy so what's next? What's next? I'm looking at my phone, y'all. I, I there is is a few other some more stuff that that has happened within the last day or two, but I don't want to talk about niggas' divorces. I mean, whoopsies. <laughs> Jeezy and Jenny May. I mean, it's unfortunate, but shit. <laughs> Man, 
it's unfortunate. <laughs> it really is. Divorce is unfortunate. You know, it just it it just makes me think like, damn, this man, you know, so you say, Jenny, on on a, a nationally syndicated show that your previous marriage, the, the guy that you was married to didn't make you feel safe to want to have kids. You meet this nigga because that's what Jeezy is at the end of the fucking day. He's still a nigga. You meet this nigga already with like, what, two kids off the dump? He made you, so you say, but my opinion, he finessed your ass. <laughs> he showed you something a little different. You you fell in love with the, with the sauce. You fell in love with the swag. He finessed your ass to have his child. Because this would be a first. This would be the first of his kind. Like, man, I finally got a mixed baby. Some niggas be thinking like that, yeah. Um, but that's a whole other story for a whole other day. But he finessed your ass to get a child out of you after two years. And he files for divorce. Yikes on fucking mongoose bikes. Wowzers. It sucks, man. It sucks. Um prayers to them man because the, the little baby the little baby has his whole face she is just fucking adorable man fucking adorable i you know i i would say i hope they work it out but when a nigga filed for divorce then that's it we don't know what what didn't happen we can assume you know we you know a few people said in, uh in the comments of of the shade room and just everywhere that they posted that it was cultural differences you know, things like that. She comes from a, a very structured Asian family. And if that's so, then, bitch, her and her family about to be taken care of. <laughs> Off the dump. Off the fucking dump. But anywho, so last week or two weeks ago, let me go to the Instagram post as well. So I can make sure I give you the uh, in detail last week two weeks ago I, I keep saying last week but it was actually like two weeks ago uh no it was last week my bad um complex complex posted that the the most influential or the the no the streetwear power ranking streetwear power ranking who's ranked Number one, number two, and so forth and so on. Number one, and I know it's a name that you niggas do not know. Um, I, you know what? I'm not even going to start on who's number one. I'm going to let me get this list. And if it and if it shows me like at least the top five, I'm going to let me get to the top five because <clears throat> it, it shows 25. Half of these niggas, I don't even fucking know. Um, but let me scroll down. This is on complex.com, and you can see it for yourself. 16 is Joe Fresh Goods. Um, 15, I said 10, but I started at Joe Fresh Goods. But 15 is James Whitner for I'm a, uh, I'm a Mayor. Mayor. 14 is Nego. Whew. I would have thought he would have been ranked a little higher. Um, Tyler the Creator at 13. Uh, Ruji, um, number 12, it's the guy who created uh, Rude. Um, he, he was, he was a creative director. 
over at Bally, but he also has his own brand, Rude, R-H-U-D-E. Um, who's 11? I don't know who this is. Let me skip over these niggas. Number 10 is Cactus Plant. Uh, shout out to them. They are the artistic director for Complex Con in November. Um, I, I, I'm ecstatic. I'm not even going to lie. And I say that because I am attending. Yes, CC will be doing Complex Con this year. Number nine is Travis Scott. Sound about right. Um, number eight is David Sinatra for Stussy. Alexander, no, I don't know. I don't know who these niggas is. Number six is Ronnie Fegg for Kith. Sound about right. I would have I would have thought he would have been just a tad bit higher because to be honest, Kith Ronnie has done some amazing things with Kit over over the years. I mean, he continuously has his foot on the pedal. The collabs is crazy. Are things easily obtainable? No. But still, the the collabs is just amazing. Number four, we have at um have with Pharrell. Number three, Jerry Lorenzo, Fear God. Number two, Tremaine Emery, uh, which is who I want to. It's going to be the next one that I talk about for us, just in the topics. Um, he launched Denim Tears. He's he's the creative uh, director over at Denim Tears. And he was a creative director over at Supreme, but he just like abruptly resigned from Supreme like a little over two weeks ago. Number one is Teddy Santis. Teddy Santis. When I when I tell you they shook the table with this one. Teddy Santis is the um, he's the creative director for Amalie Leon Dor, which is a very much so high-end streetwear brand in New York. Um, I have a few pieces from them. I'm a very big fan of the brand. Is is When I say high-end, I mean very expensive. You know, for as um, cost-wise, they are number one, and then you would have someone like Kith being number two. Um, and we're just talking a streetwear brand. Um, uh, but ALD is, is more of your sophisticated, refined streetwear. You know, um, the collabs that, that that he's done with with New Balance as well. Um, even just, you know, having Pete, having celebrities, you know, to do campaigns, do like their fall, winter, uh, spring, summer or, you know, different uh capsule campaigns you know joe fresh goods being one of them um the alchemist uh freddie gibbs and you know um yeah it's 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 like that so what's going on here so yeah teddy santis being named number one number fucking one in the streetwear uh streetwear power ranking powerful person or i'm sorry the the most powerful person in streetwear that's 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 what really got the girls in the titties because like the most powerful like niggas don't even know who this is niggas know who the brand is but niggas don't know who he is and i guess that's kind of like a good and a bad thing you know i've talked i talked to my homeboy john um the creator of of beignet boys which is a a brand 
I'm not even going to say local brand anymore because, you know, the, the brand has been seen outside of Louisiana. But, you know, I talked to I talked to John a lot about keeping the keeping the mystique of the brand. You know, yes, I understand you want to make things you want to produce uh, more for as in quantity of shirts and hats and jackets and hoodies for you know because you want you want to you want everybody to wear your shit but at the same time you know you came in the gate with having things of limited quality and that's what a lot of niggas like you know it's already limited and you know it's it's good storytelling you know it's it's a brand that makes sense you know it's conversation pieces why wouldn't i want a shirt that you're not going to make again why wouldn't i want a hoodie that you're not going to produce again and that's going to make people when you wear it more inclined to ask you beignet boys what is that you know where can i get it you know what i mean where can i get this in particular that you have on you can't get it it was released a couple months ago sold out you're gonna have to wait gonna have to wait for the next drop you know And, and that that is what creates mystique and also knowing or not knowing who's behind the brand. You know, I'm I'm saying John is the creator of Being A Boys, but a lot of niggas don't know who John is. You know, and he wanna keep it that way, rightfully so. You know, so same thing goes for, for Teddy Santis. Um, like I said, I I, I would have never known who, who this was, you know, until I clicked on the link and, and read the article. But he is he is number one, the most powerful, the most powerful streetwear person, which is it's just crazy to me because, again, when you think of L- ALD, like ALD is so expensive. Not a lot of people can afford ALD. You know, not 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 even a lot of people can afford kit, but it's a little bit more reasonable, you know, than ALD. I mean, literally a ALD shirt, just a graphic T-shirt is like 90 bucks, you know a hoodie is 180 the the pants to go to the hoodie is 180 you know um like i i can't wait till they have the end of the year sale and that's another thing brands like that they don't have sales much you know um ld literally had a end of season sale i want to say about two months ago and that was it so the next big sale that they're going to have is in December. They literally have two sales a year. Kith, I don't even think Kith has even had a sale. At least on the Kith products. Now, Kith is a store, you know, it's a brand, but they, he, has a, he has a few stores in New York and wherever else, in Hawaii and Miami. You know, of course, there's sales on shoes. And, you know, he carries other brands as well, other, other than Kith, the brand itself. But there's no sales on Kith. Cause it should sales out, you know, and shout out, shout out to Ronnie. He, he's about to drop another capsule of, um, the Bronx tale, Bronx tale collab. Now, a lot of people are not fucking with that collab because when you, have you seen the Bronx tale, the Bronx tale, you know, everything is subjective and, you know, everyone has their own way of viewing things. When I seen the Bronx tale, I really just thought about, thought it was about, you know, of course it was about race, but, um, a young guy want you know liking and wanted to impress a young lady she just so happened to be black you know two worlds two different worlds coming together um but ronnie highlighted sunny 
uh, which is the he wasn't even the main character to be honest with you. He's he's the guy. Um, he's the gangster. You know, he's 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 a head of head of head of the the mob in in the Bronx. You know, um, so he's highlighted him and had photos with him. I would rather you source out the guy who the, the young kid who was in that movie and I believe Tyra Hicks was her name um I think yeah Tyra Hicks is still alive um but yeah because it was a, it was really about them like that was the that was that was the movie um but nonetheless nonetheless other than that he does really dope collabs he did the wire um the wire he's done like the election you know vote thing uh martin luther king uh holiday and things of that nature and just other collabs of course with the knicks he's done he's got some shit with the nfl now you know dropping the line with that jackets and hoodies and hats and the coca-cola and the birkenstocks and the you know the the really like critically acclaimed collab in my opinion in my eyes is the bmw that's big that's fucking big but anywho, to get back, cause I said, wait, get back to fucking uh, Teddy. He uh, he was, you know, the, in in the beginning of the article. If I can get to it, um, because shout out to fucking complex, it just kicks me out. So I mean, I may can't read the, uh, I may can't read the article, but. A lot of the comments on his post um, said this list is out of touch and laughable. It is. It is. Um, <laughs> nigga said, man, that ain't no fucking streetwear. Get that Martha Vineyard shit out of here. He got a point when you think about it. It's literally on some yacht, Hampton living, uh, Martha's Vineyard. You know, it what was surprising to me. That complex miss was ha- not having Ye on this list. Ye was not on this list. Um, yes, he, of course, he's he's high fashion. But when you think of the street aspect of it, like a lot of the niggas in the hood, and you know, uh, a huge black demographic fucks with Ye the shoes, and even like the Gap shit and um and all of that good shit even even the funny looking the the balenciaga boots and the all black niggas fuck with that man niggas fuck that fuck with that but shout out to everyone else who made this list like i said joy fresh goods at number 16 and james wintner uh with at number 15 chris gibbs and beth burke at gibbs i believe these are the folks over it's a husband and wife team have become the ultimate co-sign for brands like neighborhood i thought no these it, it's not them oh yeah they are it's, it's the union union yeah like like i figured uh chris gibbs and beth burkett for union la um they've done some fire collabs with the fours and the ones um and even like some some air force ones and things of that nature um, but no, I I think other than that, other than the number one spot being to Teddy, a few a few of these a few of these faces are deserving to be on the list. I just think that they should have been placed just a tad bit higher. Ronnie should have been number one. 
I'm I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Ronnie should have been number one. Joe should have been number two. You know, James should they these guys they should have been in the top five. Tyler the Creator should have been like number five, number six. He does he has his own brand, but you don't see a lot of it. But it's still fly. You know what I'm saying? He is like an influencer. You know, he's a cultural influencer, especially with the with the fashions. Um, but yeah, so many other brands out here. But I guess you know to put a face to the name, Travis Scott. Uh, you know. Uh, Big ups to him being being on the list. I wouldn't. He's in top ten. I don't even think I would put him in the top ten. To be honest with you, I really don't think I would put him in the top ten. But that's just me personally. Um, so we're gonna get into the next topic, which is who I was talking about in this conversation. Tremaine Emery. Tremaine Emery is the creative director of Denim Tears, a uh, up and coming streetwear brand out of New York. And I say up and coming at They've been around for maybe like three, four years now. That's still up and coming, to be honest. But he resigned. He abruptly resigned from Supreme. Because mm, mm, mm. this motherfucker. <laughs> Kanye was right. Kanye was fucking right. This motherfucker. He resigns from Supreme alleging systematic racism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. Um, he he became a creative director back in February of last year, 2022. And the spring summer collection of this year was his first um, his first drop. And uh, I, I want to say, OK, I'm, I'm looking in the article. The very one of the first drops was a was a T-shirt, and as you know, Supreme they do every now and then, and I say every now and then, literally like a few few times throughout the year, they have like their Supreme shirt, and they'll have a portrait of someone. Um, this one here, the and it sold out mad quick. He had NBA Young Boy, um, but they've had black faces on their shirts you know l green andre 3000 cameron they've you know they've had um uh, you know like kirk cobain and um and some and some other folks uh banju bantai i think that was last year if i'm not mistaken that release and it sold really well those those particular shirts sell out mad fast like within seconds um but under tremaine emery nba young boy was the first one that dropped in you know some uh, a few more pieces that dropped in that in that line as well but there was an up-and-coming up-and-coming collab that he was going to do and supreme had a little pushback with it or vice versa I, i'm still i had the actual article from it um but it, it was surrounding it stemmed from a collab and it just wasn't seeing out of eye um of course, they just what it all boils down to. He wanted to do a collab, and he didn't. They told him, "Nah, we're not fucking with that." Um, no, I'm sorry. They wanted to do the collab. He didn't want to do it, and they winded up doing it anyway. I think, uh, and they just called out. He called out some systematic racism. Now, last year, Kanye went out when he was appointed this this position with Supreme. You know, Kanye being Kanye, 
you know, called him a puppet, <laughs> called him, you know, all kinds of things, which in turn wound up being right. Not calling him out his name, but just for the simple fact that, man, you know, they're going to be, they're going to be playing you, man. They're going to be using you. You know, you think you're trying to get in there and make change, you know, Supreme being one of those brands, them niggas is not for change. They for the money, you know, so you trying to be on some fucking Malcolm X righteous shit niggas is not going to want to hit at you know because the shit that's going to sell out people are going to resell it so it doesn't matter you know um of course he didn't want to listen he wound up taking a position so um a homeboy asked me about my opinion with that whole situation i know it's been about two weeks now since all of that came out maybe a little over two weeks to be honest i mean my take is when you get in a position like that with a with a brand like that, you're supposed to do your thing. You're supposed to do your thing, right? Put numbers on the board. Bring bring some 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 niggas in, and then dip on dip the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Like it's almost like, it's almost on some like shut up and dribble type shit. Um, but in this case, like. If you know the history behind Supreme, it's it's not, I'm not going to go so far as saying Supreme is racist or whatever, but they have taken a dip financially just because there's there's more brands that's out. To be honest, I'm a very big fan, very big fan of Supreme. I've been, uh, I've been a purchaser of Supreme since, I don't know, uh, fucking 2010, maybe 2009. You know, um, I have a plethora of hats, I have shirts, you know, I have a few hoodies and things like things of that nature. Um, I have a, a boatload of stickers and stuff. I'm I'm a fan, not just because of the hype, but again, I was buying the hats when it was easy to buy the hats. You know, when they would do their release every Thursday, I, I had the app, you know, I got rid of the app because at one point I just wasn't buying things like talking about it but at one point I was buying a hat every week you know I was literally buying a, a supreme camp camp cat which is I tell people it's a six panel um you know it's a five panel I'm sorry five panel hat which is like the hat that Tyler Creator used to wear back in the day um he used to buy them shits every week you know and I would wear it like I buy the shit for me not to sell them, not to say that, oh, I got some such and such from Supreme. Like, no, I because I actually liked it. Um, big ups to them for, you know, doing like the LV collab. You know, that was a really big thing. And even like the other collabs that they do with Nike and Birkenstock. And they're going to forever be the skater brand, even though there's other skater brands out there. But that's where that comes from hip-hop the street just so having to get their hands on it and it blew up even more it amplified even more but um him coming i say all that to say him coming in there and trying to change shit make it blackity black 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 niggas niggas not fucking with that put put numbers on the board make some good quality pieces while you're there you know because you're probably not gonna you're probably not gonna be there for for more than five years you know two three years tops you know, put put some numbers on the board, have some dope collabs, get some people in there, you know, dope photo shoots and things like that. Bring some bring some more some more people in with you, some some younger designers, you know, and things of that nature so they can get an opportunity, get some money, get some experience, some exposure and then dip on out and go back to Denim Tears because Denim Tears is his brand. You know, he was doing both. And that's the thing. 
He was doing both. Denim Tears is the brand for us. I will say that. Um, I went to Denim Tears website last year and um, they, they he has signature pieces like the jeans with like it's this flower uh, imprinted on on the Levi's jeans. But now it's gotten uh, it's become a bigger thing. So it's hoodies and jean jackets like it's the whole get up. But he also had other pieces. He had hoodies and shirts. Um, he had he had a hoodie I seen, which I thought was really, really fly. It was uh, like Black Jesus you know, on it, you know, things with the black American, you know, the American flag, but it was black, you know, I was like, okay, yeah, I fucks with this, you know, I didn't go back to get it, but I was just looking, you know, just, just to see what the hype was about. And I was like, yeah, nah, I, I fuck with shit like this. I don't know about the signature pieces. The flower shit is just a little bit too much all, all over the fucking jeans, but everything else I could get jiggy with and, and the stock went up. Now you even have offset. You know, he, you know, Denim Tears has a collab with Offset now. He has a he has a capsule of shirts and hoodies and things like that. So, you know, it's gotten into the hands of, of a guy like him. It's gotten into the hands of other rappers and other artists and even basketball players and football players. You know what I'm saying? It's not just for the hood, you know, which that was his intent anyway. But it didn't cross over into the hood. You know, it didn't gotten to the hands of these rich niggas. You know, it's, it's almost like Chrome Hearts. Chrome Hearts was was a thing years past, but soon as whoever rapper artist got a hold of it, you know, it didn't transition now, you know, a little bit. So, um, but I say all I had to say, Kanye was right. He thought he could come in, you know, with with the black fist. I'm black, y'all. I'm black, y'all. I'm blickly, blickly, black, black, y'all. And it wanna backfire. To be honest, I don't trust no nigga talking about systematic racism. And they land next to a white bitch. Sorry. (laughs) And this nigga is black. Locks. Natted locks. Beard covering the the, the bottom part of his face. You don't even know what the fuck he really look like. He he another one like BG. You know, but he has a genius mind when it comes to the fashions. Um, So... Yeah, that's that's pretty much my take with the Tremaine and Marie situation. You're supposed to go in, do your thing, put numbers on the board, bring your people in and dip on out. It's literally like a wash and repeat type of thing. Literally wash and fucking repeat. So I'm gonna drop the mic on that. What else I got on this joint? You heard me. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, I didn't I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to bore y'all with all of that. I really want to get into this music. Y'all know music. CC's music bag is really It's really my favorite segment. You know, I didn't want to make a music podcast talking about music. I wanted to talk about music and sneakers and, you know, shit like the shit that I was talking about, you know, awards and, you know, things like that. Also, not just one thing. Um, But CC's music bag is my favorite. It really is. Now, we're on an hour, so we're on good time. Like I told you, time management what are y'all listening to let me let me go to my itunes bitch because yeah we we lit over here we lit i tell you man the past two fridays has been good to me be what have y'all been listening to um i'll go first i'll go first (sighs) cleo soul man (laughs) 
you know, I'm, I'm late to the Cleo soul train. I really am. I'm late to the Cleo soul train, but I'm happy that I got on it. I'm happy that I got on it. Heaven. She dropped this past Friday, nine tracks straight to the point. I mean, it is, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, go baby, miss romantic self, um, love will leave you there. I mean, no skips, no skip. She has a sweet, beautiful voice. Um, not quite croon type of voice, not like a crooner, like John Legend. Um, but it's, it's, it's sweet and it's soft. You know, it's an easy listening. It's an easy listening voice, kind of like Nora Jones. Um, she would do really good, I think, over like jazz, like like jazz uh, music, jazz production, um, kind of like Nora Jones, you know, with a piano behind. But a nine piece joint, if I had to rate it, which y'all know I am, I give it a 10. I mean, a solid 10. A solid 10. My favorites, I think I've I not even think I know. I called them out already. Miss Romantic, Go Baby, Self, uh, Love Will Lead You There, which is the last track. It's, that's all I got. That's all I got. Um, <laughs> speaking of jazz, we're going to get into this Terrence, Terrence Martin. Ter- I, I, I'm, uh, in the in the description, I'm going to have Terrence Martin and Friends. But he has no album that says Terrence Martin and Friends. But he just released a single with Alex Isley. A beautiful cover of Sade's Paradise. Beautiful. They did it right. They did it right. They did it right. Now that's one friend. That's one friend. He They released that joint this past Friday. The other friend is an actual EP with James Fauntleroy, formerly known as Cocaine 80s. Um, that is an EP called Nova that released last week. It is six tracks. If you know who James Fauntleroy is, he's the mastermind, you know, uh, singer, songwriter, if anything, songwriter, singer. Um, you know, he's written songs for, for Rihanna and for SZA and who, who, whoever else you can think of but his voice as well is literally butter he's been featured on Kendrick's uh to Pimple Butterfly and um you know of course the relationship that him and Terrence Martin has he's always you know doing something he's a musician as well you know he's a producer as well so you know he can uh, play the sax and um playing with Flying Lotus and uh Thundercat and like Supernova six piece ep again another one no skips no skips it's ep but i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it a 10 i'm i'm not even gonna hold you i'm not even gonna fucking hold you who's next on the list it was a lot of people i'm gonna get through the people that i've listened to first um but i'm also saying the best for last sauce walker dropped another joint that boy Dean. This one is a lengthy joint. I'm not even gonna hold you. It's 18 tracks. I did not fully listen to the whole album. It's it's different. Um well not different, but it's I don't know. It's not 
what I'm used to hearing from from sauce. Um, Because I think everything is about, you know, the hoes, <laughs> you know, and the pimping and shit like that. Um, so it's not like ghetto gospel. You know, it's, it's, it's not like that. It's not South Beach, Florida, um, which ghetto gospel is is my favorite. It's, it's my favorite uh, one and two and three, but really like one and two. Um, but if I had to rate it, I give it, a, I give it about a solid seven. You know, I give it about a solid seven. Like I said, it's lengthy. I mean, 18 fucking tracks. She has Money Man. He has some some other cats on here. I'm not privy to. He has Freeway, uh, which he's at the bottom. So I know I didn't listen to. I'm just looking at the, the track list here. Quavo, Rocket Power. I skimmed through this. Another lengthy album. Um, 18 tracks. Um if I'm a rated, I give it about a six. You know, as you all know, Quavo is not the strongest rapper out of the Migos group. Um, Takeoff was number one for his like, you know, he, he was the underdog, but he was the best rapper in that group. And then Offset. Offset is mad nice. Um, I think Offset dropped, dropped the album. I, I, I'm going to have to look into it, but... um. Yeah, I give it about a six. I give it about a six. Like I said, I, I skimmed through it. I'm gonna have to listen to, listen to it again, like thoroughly. Uh, Russ with Santiago, uh, Santiago, however you pronounce it. Thirteen tracks. I thought it was pretty good. I give it about a solid seven point five. Um, I'm not the biggest Russ fan, but I am a fan. I'm a fan. Um, God, G A W D. I came across. It's a. It's a two woman group i don't know if they're sisters or cousins or best friends um but it's two young ladies i can't remember how i came across i can't i can't remember how i came across this single it had to be through somebody but they released a single called too hot and then i went down a rabbit hole a little bit and i wound up adding well no not even not even rabbit hole but after that they they do have an album called cathedral city 10 tracks um i listened to it twice today listen to it twice today i thought it was pretty good i don't really have any favorites but it's one of those albums that you know you can ride listen to you know and, and even if you don't have a song that you don't particularly like it's not so much of a skippable you can kind of like live with it if it plays while you're riding around you know or, or, do, or doing some busy work or whatever um vink mitza with victor released this past friday man these 18 track albums man y'all be y'all y'all niggas is killing me killing me yo um i haven't listened to it yet i still wanted to highlight it but um i'm a fan of vic i'm not a big fan i'm really not but because i really i really think like in person he's an asshole that's what i think i haven't met him but i really think he's a fucking asshole but Amari Hardwick, J Electronica, G Easy, Chance Rapper, Thundercat, Common, Rhapsody on his joint, got D Smoke, Ty Dollar, a few other folks I'm not privy to. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait. You know, the album cover draws you in. I th- I, this is a really dope album cover. Um, let me see who next, who next, who next, who next. Thundercat and Tame Impala with No More Lies, a single slap. Guapale purple single slap 
glad to hear something from uh guapale ombre hometown kids stronger than pride a, a remake a cover of sade stronger than pride slap um <laughs> uh this joint with bj the chicago kid and coco joint coco jones spend the night as a single slap cooler single so good to hear from bj bj the uh chicago kid um I downloaded this young lady single from TikTok. Um, this dancer from Canada, Dante Coley. He was dancing to, to the song. I'm like, man, this song is this song is 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 it. Of course, you know, went to iTunes, searched it up, and I was like, all right. I fell in love with it. Uh Tyler T Y L A and the, the name of the song is Water. It's it's labeled under pop, but she's not the. It's not pop. It's li- it gives very much so like I'm a piano, you know, Afro B vibes. Um, but it's a really really good fucking song. Save the the, the last the, the last two for last. Um, Diddy, you know, like I said, I didn't want to talk about it in the very beginning, but Diddy, the Love album off the grid. He gave us twenty three. 20 fucking three 20 fucking three tracks diddy how dare you how dare you nigga how dare you give us an album that that is this fucking good y'all be sleeping on diddy's ear yet no diddy may not be the rapper's rapper yeah yeah i know niggas wrote for me shit like that but Diddy got an ear for production. Let me tell you something. Diddy's press play. Diddy's press play. I don't know if I talked about Diddy's press play on a, on a pie before. But I'm about to talk about it now, bitch. Diddy's press play that was released in 20, in 2006. When I tell you 10 across, 10 across the board, Diddy press play was ahead of its time. Like, if you play Diddy's press play now... It sounds it sounds like it it was released today. Like it was ahead of its time. Like I did now there was a few skippables. There was a few skippables on press play, I'm not even gonna lie. Cause he had like interludes and things like that. And I, I I wasn't really for all the talking and shit like that. But you know, he had Jamie Foxx, Keisha Cole, Brandy, Carrie Hilson, Avant, Twisted, Timbaland, Sierra, Big Boy. Christina Aguilera, uh, Nicole Scher- Scherzinger, whatever the fuck her name is, um, like the but the production, the production was Chef's Kiss, was Chef's Kiss. I I, I had a moment, but Diddy's the love album off the grid. I played it Friday, and a little bit Saturday while I was at work. Um. I got through it. I got through this 23 piece and it's a really good fucking album. Uh, You have and I'm going to name pretty much all of the features. Of course, you got the dream. You got Busta, Don Richard, um, Kalina, which those two young ladies with Diddy. It's the group Dirty Money, um, which that their album was Last Train to Paris ahead of his time. Come on, man. Y'all, y'all better stop sleeping on Diddy's fucking ear. Be um, Jackie's Fab, Sweet Lee, Summer Walker, French Montana, The Weeknd, 21 Savage, Justin Bieber, Jasmine Sullivan. I'm just going down the line as far as on the track list. 
um, Ty Dollar, Coco Jones, um, Casey Haley. I don't know if that's like Casey from like Casey and Jojo. He got Mary on this joint, which the joint with Mary is a fucking bop. A bop. You hear me? I love I love when they make music together. I love it. Tiana Taylor, Jeremiah, Burning Boy, John Legend, Babyface with Kim, on on Kim Porter. I I I love this song. Um, Kim Porter's song called Kim Porter, Future and John Legend and Babyface. It's 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 just beautiful. And the last joint space featuring her. If I had to rate it, I'ma give it I'ma give it a solid nine. I would give it a ten, but with twenty three tracks, bitch. Ooh, Charlie. Cha fucking eight. But a solid nine from Diddy Man. Production is Chef's Kiss. Um features. It makes sense because it's Diddy. Like he, he can't he can't do an album by himself. Because he, he's not an artist like that. He's not an artist like that. He's he's really not. So um Yeah, solid nine for for the love album, man. I'll be running this album again. Last but not least, when I tell you, we we can't say it enough about Nas. We just can't. We can't say he's been on a hell of a run. We can't say that enough. Drop the album on his birthday. Magic 3. Him and Hit Boy. Man, when I tell you, this man is incredible. This is like... I would say, and this might be a reach. This might be a reach to some. I don't know, but I'm going to say it. Nas, he's 50 years old. He's in his prime. He's in his prime musically. You know, Nas have had, has had some dubs for his music-wise. You know, uh, beat production-wise, you know, lyric. You know, he's he's always been known for um, not flowing with the beat. You know, the rhymes was there, but not catching the beat on, you know, spot on. But ever since he got with Hit Boy, my nigga, you can tell that he got someone in his corner that's going to tell him the honest truth. You know, because Hit Boy shit is on the line too. Like, hey man, if you're going to be rapping over my shit, I'm going to need you to be on beat. I'm going to need you to be on the two and the four and not the one and the three. I don't need you double rapping over my shit. You know, I'm I'm making beats damn near tailored made for your voice, for you. I'ma need you to get your head in the game. Um <laughs> But Magic Three Man, this is this was this was the first album that I listened to when I added it to the library. And especially when I got to work, this was one of the first and I think I listened to it maybe like two or three times. Fifteen tracks. You got Wayne on here. Um, which I believe from social media, they said that this particular collab, this is the first time in about 20 years, I think they did something together. I could be off on a number, but yeah, um, I don't have any skips and that's a good and a bad thing. Um, but I will say that this is an album like all the other, you know, like Magic 2 and Magic and Kings Disease 3, 2 and the first one. It's really no skips like that. You know, you might have one or two. But even then, you know, with you just pressing play and letting it ride, you're not paying attention to whatever that song that you may not be feeling like that. Um, but it's really like 
no skips no skips um magic 2 for me and no real magic 3 but magic 2 i found myself liking magic 2 out of the magic series um the first magic it was all right to me to me to me but magic 2 i really um fucked with heavy and then of course with the king's disease series 2 um 2 was no i'm sorry 3 king's disease 3 was my favorite out of that series so <clears throat> we don't know if um Nas will drop another album this year i mean if he does then bitch put him in the hall of fame off the dump off the fucking dump um but yeah if i had to rate it i'm giving Nas a solid 9.5 a solid 9.5 and it may change next week it may change tomorrow might be like bitch you was tripping get his man a whole 10 but <laughs> mm. i'm giving it a 9.5 and i think that's it that's it for cc's music bag um i mean i've i've talked about these artists but you know i'm still listening to the other stuff that i've been previously listened to um you know my no name and my idk and my black milk and you know my 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 chef's kiss playlist you know that's still a thing it still hasn't you know um, i'm in a process of of uh doing a chef's kiss three and i think that'll be it you know i'm kind of i'm waiting um waiting for some for some new joints you know some some new joints to add you know i'm still sprinkling some old joints in in there but yeah you know that's pretty much it so my ear has been very very happy the last few weeks the last few months the last few days um so yeah please like I always say at the end of CC's music bag, please do your due diligence. Uh, look up these artists. You know, they're on your Spotify. They're on Apple Music. Add them to your library. Brewery. Um, also, Beyonce's Renaissance concert is coming up in about two weeks uh yeah no not even two weeks really like a week and a half bitch i am so ready when i tell you i am ready my fit i i don't physically have it <laughs> you know but I, I took my pants to uh alterations lady miss van in mid city has been working on pants for me for i don't know how many years she's you know she does my dad's suits and things like that um waiting on my shirt from the fruit market I'm, you know i'm I'm gonna I'm tell you what i'm wearing i'm wearing an mc light graphic t-shirt from the fruit market is when you see the vision you're gonna be like all right you know now i could have bought a uh an official renaissance t-shirt off of amazon like my mom did earlier today but i was like nah because i want to buy that at the show you know um and then i'm you know i got my my uh gray slacks i'm gonna wear some slacks like so it's, it sounds crazy slacks graphic t-shirt yellow air force ones i don't know cc i don't know but when i put it together and you see them you see them fit pics you're gonna be like all right 
okay, you know, with a little, and I'm going to wear a fitted. I am going to have a hair hanging, but it just, it's only more than right that I wear a New York fitted. We're just going to hope and pray that Jay-Z is in attendance. <laughs> We're just going to pray that Jay-Z is in attendance. You know what I'm saying? Even though where I'm going to be sitting there, he's not going to see me still. Got to have the NY fitted on decky. I just thought, I just thought I'd mention that. Um, we're getting to the end. I want to highlight, of course, small business segment. I actually want to highlight two, um, the, the episode that I'm gonna, that I scrap, um, is only more than right that I include them in, in this episode just cause, um, but the first one is going to be the cookie society out of Frisco, Texas. It's a black, um, black owned couple um that owns this this bakery in frisco texas i've been a supporter of those folks since 20 literally right before the fa- i, I want to say right before the pandemic literally right before the pandemic um so which was 2020 um i got i got in i, I was influenced by um not even really influenced by, but by olfactory candles. He posted, he posted them, um, first, you know, I think they were doing like a, a, like a artist, um, market thing. I I, I don't know, but he's close. He's in close proximity of them. And, you know, he was just bigging them up and, and, uh, posted them. And I was like, man, them cookies look good. you know, they're gourmet style cookies. Clicked on the handle. I bought a I bought a sampler pack, a four pack, and since then I have been in love with the Cookie Society. Um, out of Frisco, Texas, they they ship nationwide. They do seasonal cookies. They do you know they have the regular classic sample, um, which is a four pack. They do like a seasonal uh, six and twelve pack. You know, um, not in person. You know, because they they do have a brick and mortar. They do um, other things that they're not able to ship, like cin- like cinnamon, cinnamon rolls, and um, ice cream type cookies, and just it's <sighs> chef's kiss. Chef's, I, I gotta highlight them because I was just telling my coworkers, like, man, I really wanna, I, I want a really good cookie, like, and it's a cookie that I can't get out the store. I'm gonna have to order from the cookie society you know if it's not insomnia because we do have an insomnia here they're like the next best thing but they only have like a handful of variety for us cookies you know but with the cookie society um you you can choose your cookies you know and, but they also have the set menu for like the cookies the, the sampling box you know chocolate chip banana pudding um snickerdoodle you know and but like i said it they're they're gourmet style you know i loved when they did a cookies and cream cookie a while back boy when i tell you and it's like and it's cookies that you can't eat all in one sitting you have to eat one cookie you know if you have if you have a six pack you're gonna have to eat a cookie a day you can't eat two cookies in one sitting it's, it's just it's not possible you know they're not that big but they're just they're they're sweet and they're decadent and it's just so fucking good they individually wrapped bitch <sighs> i'm gonna put the link <laughs> in her ig in the description box um 
the sample pack i'm gonna tell you right now and i say they're gourmet so you're gonna be paying gourmet prices it's 30 bucks for a box of four when i tell you it's worth it it's it's really fucking worth it i'm not even gonna hold you i know things is high things are expensive but yeah it's really fucking worth it especially if you want especially if you're into cookies you know what i mean if if you're into cookies and you go to you know great american cookies and insomnia and if there's a nestle nestle toe house in your city or whatever like even if you make your own cookies at home this is a company you want to get cookies from at least try them one time 30 bucks they ship anywhere in the u.s um yeah their their ig and their website is going to be in the fucking description box sex the second second small business business segment uh business is is a good friend of mine he's coming up on his art show i want to say on uh on october 1st let me go to ig to make sure co young artwork um but he did change his name to co artwork but um he's a an amazing visual artist down here in in a city he's he's gotten some some pretty big murals throughout the city um beauty just just buildings beauty supply buildings underneath the bridge if you're from here then you know what part of, of the bridge i'm talking about the intersection of of arlene's um arlene's and claiborne um he we are about going to his ig page which i'm going to put his his ig page and also website so you can uh, buy some prints uh, we're about 16 17 days away really shit we're really about 15 days away now that i think about it um but his 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 art show on october 1st um called ever present an art art experience with co so uh the opening reception is october 1st from 6 to 10 at 2803 saint philip street it's um sponsored by son of a saint organization and also his gallery axiom which is located on for it and um i mean it's kind of it's, it's it's hard to explain his artwork um i have a few pieces of of you know i have a few prints of his not even really a few to be honest i'm looking i got one two i got i got about at least a good five five things of uh of cole's artwork and it's literally the embodiment the embodiment of our culture our our black new orleans culture you know when you uh, if you're a kid you know if you were a kid growing up in the city you know um sleepovers you know by by your aunts with your cousins um sitting on a porch you know going to uh the sweet shop around the corner you know getting frozen cups and penny candies and coming back sitting on a porch talking talking shit with your cousins and shit like that while your aunt or your grandma is sitting on a sitting on a uh sitting on the porch with you um you know during second line season you know seeing a uh, well-known second line second liner on the rooftop of a house you know you're, you're trying to figure out how do you get up there you know um and even just the other prints that he does the uh african the black masking the the indians and the colors that he chooses and you know again storytelling you know through through the lens of his eyes um and he's also cold he, he's he's a multi multi uh disciplinary artist 
or a multifaceted artist. He 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 paints, he produces, he um he tattoos. A lot of if anything, a lot of people know him from from his tattoo work. Um, but he is a tattoo artist and phenomenal phenomenal he does some of the most amazing like pieces on people back pieces leg pieces you know nothing is small I've never seen anything small done by a coat on someone you know motherfuckers be doing like little bit of things behind the ear on a wrist like no they're doing full-blown like three four sessions of a leg sleeve of an arm sleeve of a back piece from from the top of the neck all the way down to right above the ash crack you know chess pieces and things like that he's he's really like that he's really really like that so again i'm gonna put his ig and his website up in a in the description box and uh please click the link check his workout on his ig page um if you're feeling anything go to the website he may not have um he may not have everything on his site now, but once I really truly believe once he does this show and he puts up whatever remaining prints he have left, all the other, all the older stuff, because, you know, he might still have a few Lucy's, you know, a few onesies laying around. He's going to put everything up. Um, but, but if you're ever in the city, if you ever come pay a visit to New Orleans, please do your due diligence at visiting Axiom. Uh, art gallery which is located on 40 get this address 4613 forest street that's uptown which is that block of where bg grew up on <laughs> which is very very gentrified but he's the only black art gallery we have uptown we have a few more black art galleries throughout the city but he's i think cole is the only only black art gallery that's located uptown so um that's it that's it i hope i didn't keep you all too long an hour 33 minutes i did really good you talk about time management boy i was on it i was on i said i wasn't gonna keep you niggas for two and a half hours um but we're gonna cut it right here i want to thank you all for listening you know i hope again don't want to sound like a broken record i hope you do do your due diligence at clicking the links um for these small business business segments uh folks and supporting um even the artists that i've talked about in the in cc's music bag if you like what you hear you can still tip the bartender um i should be able to have like a support this podcast link in this episode if not if you want to know where my cash app is i can you know i can kindly send it to you if you feel inclined to tip tip a nigga a dollar or five or ten or you know maybe like ten racks because the nigga's trying to hit a lick um <laughs> so yeah please be good be safe hope your week is productive and it goes by smoothly and i hope your weekend is even better and i will try to do the same any closing words cc yeah Long live the Joe's niggas. <laughs>